This is The Picnic Pod with Georgia and Alex. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Picnic Pod. I'm Georgia. And I'm Alex. And today we'll be going through our university experiences. So both of us have, I guess you could say similar, but also very different experiences. experiences with our uni degrees and we thought it would be a good thing to share them because I think a lot of young people can get the idea of uni quite wrong but also feel quite lonely when perhaps they might experience something that they don't hear much about so yeah we wanted to bring some awareness to that so Georgia's gonna start us off with the episode um, telling us a little bit about her university journey and how she's gotten from graduating high school to where she is now Mm. yep um, so just for those who don't know a little bit of background, we're both in our third, sorry, fourth year mm, now, fourth year, yep. fourth year of our Bachelor of Dietetics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've both kind of done a little bit of stuff before. Yeah, different pathways, I before guess. Before we've gotten here. So mm-hmm. um, we just thought, yeah, that we would give you guys a little bit of background into that. All right. So I guess where I'll start is perhaps, yeah, finishing year 12. Actually, no, I'll go a bit before that when we had to decide like preferences Mm. and things. So, um, so year 11 and 12, I guess, is where you start to really think about what preferences you'll be putting in, which is a really daunting experience. And if you're listening and you're still in school, please remember that whatever you choose now does not have to mean you have to stick to that. (laughs) Dietetics was not even on my, no, my preference list. Yeah. So hopefully that can, I mean, maybe they hear it a lot more, but I know when we were going through school, it was a lot of pressure to yeah. decide on what we wanted to do yeah. as a career. For me, I was at a bit of a crossroads. I was very into dancing at like school age um, and I have been da- – oh, sorry, I don't anymore, but I was dancing from the age of like two or three to or 19. So, I've, you know, all my life pretty much at that point when I was still in school. Um, and I kind of had to choose whether I wanted to pursue dancing or my more like academic side. And I was really fortunate with my education. I did get a really good education. I can proudly say that. But I was really challenged in terms of like what I had to choose. Um, and I guess when you're listening to different pieces of advice from different people, they're always going to tell you either the same thing or different things. And for me, a lot of people were telling me very different pieces of advice so it didn't really make my decision any easier however I kind of looked at it as you know I really was interested in science I did like biology I didn't do chem which I regret like chemistry but Mm. um, I did biology at school um, and yeah I really liked like writing or researching which I know can sound a bit boring but I definitely like to use that part of my brain still so I thought you know what, I'll enroll into uni or apply like with my preferences and see what happens. In terms of what I applied for, if I remember correctly, I think it was like physio um, and then I applied for like Bachelor of Health Sciences, which is what I eventually did. Ended up doing, yeah. And I think there was like a funny one of like nutrition. I don't know. I think it was related to nutrition or it could have been like paramedicine or something mm. weird, which is just hilarious now because I'm definitely not up for those jobs. <laughs> um so yeah let's think year 12 I applied to I think UQ was my first preference at the University of Queensland for the Bachelor of Health Sciences and the reason I did that was because I didn't actually know what kind of you know I didn't know whether to do exercise science or physio or whatever and health sciences is quite broad yeah so I just thought you know what I'll just do that and you could choose a major so I don't know if it's the same now, but the degree you could choose out of three majors, so health promotion, nutrition, or public health. I chose a nutrition major. I was pretty lucky. I started that degree and I did complete it, so I didn't chop and change, but that's not to say it wasn't easy. I really struggled in that degree, especially in the first two years. I think going straight out of high school into uni, I don't know whether it was a good decision or a bad decision. What do you think, Alex? Do you? Yeah, well, I did end up changing my degree a couple yeah. of times um, and I was the same. I went to university straight out of high school. Yeah. Um, was it the right thing? I mean, I have a massive ex. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I, don't know, I mean, I it gives you the experience. Yeah. I don't think I regret it. Like I'm happy with where I am now. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think the way I like to say it is like, I'm not sure what I would have done if yeah. I didn't go to uni. Yeah. I definitely don't regret the experience. Um, but that's why I kind of wanted to make this episode. I think Alex as well, because we both have very different journeys and pathways, but yeah. also quite similar experiences in like failing subjects or really feeling quite shit about ourselves because of like marks we were receiving whatever but to continue the story I guess so I got into UQ as my first preference and I was pretty happy like I think the school that I went to in Brisbane UQ was kind of the university that like if you could get into it like you would go there you would go there um so you know it's very prestigious and I was really excited to know that I was going there but again I was still kind of indecisive about you know, should I have picked dancing, blah, blah, blah. So with uni, I guess I did my first year. I didn't meet a lot of friends, but what's really cool is that the friends that I did meet, I'm still friends with now. So although they were quite the like new kind of initial years of uni, I think that's where you kind of do bond. But however, I will say since I've started a new degree, I've also met some amazing people like Alex. So you can make friends at any point in your degree. Yeah. Um, I might pass on to Alex and you can tell us about like your kind of pathway to uni, maybe My straight out of school. Yeah. yeah. Your beginning. Um, so I never really, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted to do in high school, but also like, I feel like a lot of people not really dead set on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, then I decided that I really wanted to do nursing. I was always interested in I guess the medical health industry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I decided I was going to do nursing. I actually wanted to go to university of New South Wales. Mm. Um, don't ask me why. <laughs> I just decided that that's where I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, and then I think my mum was kind of like, what are well, you doing? how are you going to pay for that? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, true. Yeah. So that was a short lived dream. Um, <laughs> then I, I don't know. I had this thing in my head. I just did not want to go to USC, the University of the Sunshine Coast. Like, I was just like, no, like, I won't like it. It's so small. It's just, I just did not want to go there. So I was applying to um, nursing degrees in, I went, I applied at, yeah, UQ, um, QUT. I think I applied to Griffith and yeah. I still did apply to mm-hmm. USC as well. Yeah. Um, you know, accommodation was just going to be so expensive for me in Brisbane. Yeah. Like it was honestly, I would not have, well, so, I would have, I could have worked it out if I really had to, to but yeah. like, it was just, it was going to be a lot. Yeah. Um, did you, sorry, just to make sure people know. So mm-hmm. you went to high school in like Gympie yeah. and I was in high school in Brisbane. Brisbane. So yeah. Yeah, we didn't know each other at this point. No. Yeah. So then, yeah, I actually, USC has like an early offer guarantee. So you essentially, you apply and you can get offered a position in a degree before your um, like end of your results come out. Yeah. So I actually got an offer at USC to the Bachelor of Nursing Mm -hmm. before I got my like OP and everything. I think it's not OP anymore, but when we were, it was OP. That's a flashback. Um, So yeah, so I accepted it because I was like, all right, well, (laughs) guaranteed to get in. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, So I actually accepted that. So I never knew if I ended up getting into any of the other universities. Yeah. Um, Because I just accepted that straight away. I kind of, by that time at the end, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to accept. Like, yeah. I just want to get into, into something. Uni. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I ended up at USC. Um, nursing was short-lived, <laughs> but I – I mean, do you want me to go into that now? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think what we're just trying to say is that, like, you can't ever – predict really the outcome of like no what uni degree you're going to stay in or what uni you're going to go to my advice would just be if you want to go to uni that's great if you don't that's also okay yeah but also it's it's not a bad thing to chop and change your degree if you feel like you're not sitting for something (laughs) no you're way better off changing a degree than to just do it for the sake of doing it um and I know that can kind of go against the grain a bit because I feel like 
maybe not nowadays, but who knows? I'm, I guess I'm still a bit sheltered because I had a very supportive family and things, but I really stand by the advice of don't just do something to please someone else, like do it for yourself and yeah. choose something that you know you will like. And even if you don't know, give it a go, but don't feel like you're forced to complete it. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. agree. <laughs> so I, yeah, I started straight out of school, 17 years old yep. at um, USC studying mm-hmm. a Bachelor of Nursing. I was not in the right mental state at, at all to yep. be going to uni, which is why I kind of think back and I'm like, should I really have gone to uni straight mm. out of school? But I mean, it doesn't matter now. I'm happy yep. with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I literally never went to my classes. It was so bad. Um, yeah, I I was just not in the right yeah. headspace to be doing that, especially I am not um, – like I have to – I guess study harder in like science subjects, math subjects. Like I'm not mm. good at that stuff naturally. It does yeah. not come naturally to me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I just wasn't in the right headspace to be studying and working on that kind of stuff. So I just didn't. Yeah. I procrastinated everything. Yeah. Um, I ended up failing mm-hmm. classes in my first semester. Yeah. Um, and I think failing the first semester and a lot of my friends at the time moved to Brisbane I was still living um True. you know like I, they moved two hours away from me yeah. um and I just I guess was feeling kind of lonely like yeah. my friends were making new friends yeah. I it's was, a huge shift yeah I think like and I think I failed to recognize that as well because I think I can kind of agree with you there because although I was still local, I guess, like UQ was still very far away from my family home where I was living. And I think that's also something I'll go into, like the whole what I would change about my experience maybe if I could control it a bit better. But also when your friends go off in different directions and you're, if you're like someone at school who just (laughs) loves that, you know, social environment, I loved school because I had all my friends. That's what I was like too. I loved going to school because I loved seeing my friends. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, completely agree. So even just graduating year 12, that was really sad for me. Mm. But then going to a degree who, like where I didn't know anyone really from my cohort. I had one girl, Claire, who I'm really good friends with yeah um and she was doing a similar degree so it was really scary because it was awkward to almost think oh gosh I gotta make new friends now yeah straight away and I don't know about you did you go to O-Week no yeah I don't either (laughs) (laughs) I was too scared yeah yeah. because I because all my friends were going to Brisbane I just Mm. didn't actually know I mean there was people from my I guess broader friendship group but yeah, none of my close girlfriends were going there. So I just didn't want to go. Like yeah. I just felt like I didn't have anyone to go yep. with. And so I just didn't. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't really comment on whether you should or should not go to Yeah, so I don't know. I, I mean, like- I, I think people definitely go by themselves or like I think oh, people yeah. You know what it was? I would think I was just a lot of people because I had an older brother that was at the same uni and he kind of was just like, oh, don't bother. Like, you don't need to go to O-Week. I'll show you around. So yeah. I was pretty naive and I was like, no, yeah, it's fine. I went to, like, the orientation where they, like, show you around the uni and stuff and I was like, yeah, that's enough for me. Yeah, okay. Like, it's all good. I vividly remember my first day of classes and I was already so stressed because I didn't really go into, like, that area of the city, if you want to call it that. UQ kind of has its own suburb, so yeah, <laughs> it's, like, huge. a big deal. Um, but... I did not prepare enough to like really set myself up for the day. So I was like, yeah, I'll catch a train in, then a bus, and then I'll finally go there. I'll have 10 minutes to find my room for the class. And I had been to UQ once before in like grade 10 for like a science competition. Yeah, right. So I'd seen the rookie uni. Rookie era. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I've been there before. I know where to go. And I don't know what I was thinking because I got off the bus, walked into UQ. And I think it's hard for people to imagine what it is if they haven't been there. Yeah. It is like it's walking huge. into like Harry Potter. Almost yeah. people like to explain it. But I was obviously so anxious because I was like first day of uni what am I doing this is scary I was enrolled into chemistry which 
I could do a whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anatomy, like these are tough subjects. And I was rushing around trying to find the room that I had to go to. I think it was like a lecture or something. Mm. And I did get there on time, but I remember I messaged my friend. I was like, yeah, I just got to campus. Classes at 9am or something. And I was at like 8.50 trying to find. And she yeah. was like, what are you doing? So I learned very quickly to be a lot more organised yeah. about getting there on time. Look, I won't say it paid off. I was still pretty late to my classes every week <laughs> but we did it all right um, you got that I, like Alex I also failed subjects yeah. and we're happy to admit that yeah I think we'll do a whole episode on failing yeah because oh, it's a very interesting topic failing <laughs> at uni yeah my gosh you just felt so dumb if you failed and yeah. lonely and like stupid almost which is just so awful to think yeah Especially, I think it was really hard for me to adjust because in school I was doing really well academically. Like I wasn't ever yeah, I agree. struggling. I mean, yeah, I did definitely struggle in school with some subjects or topics, but overall, you know, yeah, I, I had never well. failed. Yeah, um, apart yeah. from like grade seven maths or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I like in school. Yeah, like I still struggled with like my biology and mm. stuff like that, but I I never actually failed a subject. So it was the first time in that nursing degree that I'd actually failed and I think I guess because I'd always passed stuff and everything in school I kind of thought like she'll be right oh, she'll be right yeah. like I'm not gonna actually fail a class yeah. at uni but lol you actually do so <laughs> um yeah there's that yeah when I so I, I did my first semester of nursing, nursing. Yep. failed I think two out of the four subjects um and I mean that was fine like I was like all right well deserve that because I (laughs) wasn't trying at all yeah yeah um and then I mean I just was gonna have to redo them and that was the end of that Mm. um started my second semester and I ended up dropping out after the cutoff so for those who aren't at uni Mm. you have like I think it's in like the third or fourth week of the yeah. semester. I think where, it's different for each uni, but yeah, there is a time period where... If you where don't drop out by then, you still have to <laughs> pay for it and it will mm. still show up as a fail on your transcript. transcript. Yep. Yeah. So I think I got to like week seven or eight of the second semester, so well and truly past that cutoff. Yep. And I was just like... I woke up one morning and I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to study law. Yeah. (laughs) I want to do criminology and law. So I dropped out that day and... How did that go? (laughs) I mean, I felt good about it. Like I was just like, I don't even want to do this anymore. Like Mm. I suck because I had failed. I was just like, well, I suck at it anyway. So what's the point in doing it? Just really negative mindset. Like I said, I was not in a good place mentally. Um, So I was just like, yeah, no, I can't do this. Like it's too hard. Mm. Um, Never actually tried, but just thought it was too (laughs) hard. And then I had, you know, the time off between – actually, I didn't have that long off because then I went and applied to Griffith University online. So I was studying through the Christmas break. So I only would have had a few weeks off. And then I jumped straight into Griffith University Bachelor of Criminology. I didn't know that. Yeah. Online. It was online, yeah, Mm. because Griffith was – it was at the Gold Coast campus or something, so it was, like, well far away. Yeah. Um, Did that. I actually really liked that, but I hated the online aspect of it. Again, not in a mentally good place Mm. and not having that – like, I didn't have to do the – you know, watch the lectures or anything because it was all just on my computer. Like, it was pretty much just, like, do it when you – can yeah um which i just was not good for me because again procrastination yeah um so yeah quickly learned that that was just like not really gonna work Mm -hmm. so then i went back to usc and (laughs) did enrolled in a double degree so i enrolled in a bachelor of law and a bachelor of criminology yeah Got through two years of that. Mm-hmm. 
And how so how old would you have been? Um, well, so this would have been I would have been 18, 18. turning 19. Yeah. 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 Um so yeah, it was essentially like a year of nursing and then I did mm. two years of this degree. So it was a four four or five year degree. Um, the double degree. Yeah. And I really enjoyed the criminology subjects. Mm-hmm. I did actually quite well in them. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the law subjects. Different story. Yeah. I did really well in my criminal law class. Yes. But the other ones, I was just like so bored. Yeah. And as well as that, the cohort mm. that I was in was just <laughs> not very inviting. Yeah. That's a know. good way to put it. Not yeah. inviting. Mm. Um, I had no friends in that. Yeah degree there was like one girl that I sat with in my lectures we would like sit together but that was kind of like the end of it like you know like we never uni friends but like strictly at campus yeah like we hadn't like you know added each other on Facebook we didn't message about assignments or anything like it was like I'll sit with you for this two-hour lecture and then then we'll go our separate ways and never speak to each other yeah that's tough yeah Mm. and that was really hard because law is tricky oh yeah I couldn't imagine there's a I haven't done any. lot of reading it's yeah it's a lot mm. I was just like oh <laughs> this is like hard I felt so lonely and yeah there wasn't really anyone that I could ask questions to and as like it was partly my own fault as well obviously mm. like I just was very I'm very quite reserved and shy yeah. I don't really put myself out there yeah so it's not like I was trying to make friends mm. and people were just ignoring me but at the same time I feel like a lot of people that were doing the degree um I feel like a lot of people went to school with people yeah. or like already kind of knew yeah. some people there was definitely like little Click. clicks yeah and I was not a part of the yeah. click and therefore I just was a ghost yeah really yeah just really unacknowledged I like think, no one spoke to me but mm. I didn't speak to people either um so that was shit yeah really really shit I will I guess I could I could talk about this for so long yeah I feel like I mean hopefully this episode doesn't go for hours but yeah. it could I think with my reaction to the whole university system if you want to call it Obviously, UQ is a huge university, if you're not sure. It's, like, one of the biggest universities in Queensland. Queensland, So, lots of people. Your cohorts are, like, 100, like, 500 people in the cohort or more. Plus, especially starting out first year. Because especially in all the science degrees. Yeah, like, introductory subjects where multiple degrees are doing the same class. You know, you're walking into these lecture rooms, all these workshops, into, like, a great big stadium. And already that is intimidating for someone who... Like, I'm not opposed to making friends at all. I love making new friends. But a new girl at a new uni, you just feel, like, so it's uncomfortable. Terrifying. It's so scary. Yeah. And obviously big halls and big classrooms with, like, crazy professors yeah. standing there. Like, it's just not exactly the most comfortable environment to yeah. be in. And especially when you don't have any friends that you know of, you're walking into a room and it's almost like you've got one shot at sitting next to someone. And I know. Then- that's what it feels like. It's like if you don't. It feels like if you don't make a friend in, in like the, the first, first day, yeah. then like uni's over. Yeah, you're That's done. Felt, you hey. just aren't going to make friends now. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny if I think back because I've made some awesome friends. Like, and I'm yeah. as I said before, like I'm still friends with them, which is just so cool to think about. But at the time, you go home thinking, oh, like, are we? I don't know, are we good friends? Or oh, damn it, I wish on, I wish I sat on that table and yes. all these kind of regrets. I know, looking at the other groups, and you're like. Oh, I want to be friends with them. Yeah. So, I don't know. This is, if anyone's starting uni, I hope you don't feel alone if this is what you've been through. A lot of people could share their stories on like their first impressions of uni. But I think for us, we were both quite uncomfortable, really overwhelmed. I was also just like, oh my gosh, is this what my life's going to be like now? It's just like scrambling for friends, scrambling for help. Yeah. Always late, get catching public transport, which I hate hate like I hated public transport I still do but um the whole experience for the first year was terrifying I would say like very overwhelming if I had to put like one word to it yeah didn't help that yeah like I went from this really high achieving student really busy I was still busy at uni I was still dancing a lot and like working and then you know exams came around I did awfully 
failed. Some of my friends did fail as well. So it was, wasn't like it was uncommon, but it was still a shock to mm. every single person well, see, who did. That was the thing with me, like, because I didn't really have any friends yeah. when I was failing these things. Like, it's not like I had anyone to be like, how did you go? Yeah. Did anyone else fail? Or is it just me? me? Like, I'm sure it wasn't just yeah. me. Yeah. But yeah, that was a, another mm. like, oh, I'm so alone. Like, I don't, yeah. am I the only person that's failed this? Like, yeah. do I suck that bad? Yeah. yeah. And I like remember it so clearly, which is just really upsetting to think like how sad I was in this time mm. because it was heartbreaking. Like, I don't think a lot of people really acknowledge how, rocky it can be to you almost like I remember opening the email or getting the text message that's right they could send you a text with your grades and I woke up and I saw what is a three yeah I think three or or something yeah like yeah yeah didn't get a four and I it was for was it like a by it was like a biology subject yeah my first was introductory bioscience I felt yeah yeah. and then a chemistry one Mm. chem 1090 similar to Alex after the first week of chem I stopped going to classes regularly like I still would try to go to lectures and things but oh my gosh my I don't know why obviously you can look back and regret it but because we was I was so panicked about this subject I had no idea what was going on I could not understand a thing Mm. Apparently, I thought that not going to class would fix that. Yeah. Just avoiding it I know, completely. Literally. So, yeah, I failed chem. I failed bark. So, I, honestly, like first semester was a joke. I was like, yeah. how have I just failed this pretty much every subject? Then, luckily, in first year, you get like a chance at supplementary exams. So, that was all okay because I got through the bio one, but I didn't pass the chem one. So, had to repeat that. Failed the second time. So, yeah, this is like... I'm obviously just being honest to help people because I don't care. Like I'm yeah, all good yeah. now. It was just at the time I thought I was the only person failing. Unfortunately, the lecturer, well, I had a few different ones, but they they did make you feel quite insignificant and not worthless. I don't want to say that, but you just felt like, oh, well, you're not smart enough. you got to try again instead of them really trying to care about you. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say it was completely like I'm not trying to blame anyone there was obviously many factors that go into not doing, you know, not passing a subject. But yeah. for me, I just was, it was a whole combination of everything. Like I, it, it's a new language for anyone who has done chemistry. I'm sure you can relate because. Yeah. Especially because, well, you didn't do chemistry in school. I didn't no. do chemistry in school. I did biology, but it was, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't pay that much attention. Yeah. I, like I passed biology in school, yeah. but yeah, like I said, not yeah. science and stuff is not my. Um, I remember like the bio subject. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. In like the first two weeks, I think we covered what we did in like a whole year at school. Yeah, so it's straight just away, so much more, so fast paced. Yeah, and I mean, it's not good if you're a procrastinator like us because if you don't keep up each week, you are doomed. <laughs> you know like swap back or study oh, yeah. period will come around and you're just cramming and you're always technically always going to be cramming before exams I don't think any student will admit to not cramming or you know hustle with study but every semester me being <laughs> like yeah this is it's different this, this semester I'm gonna be so organized yeah, no. and then every semester I'm still like cramming, cramming at the end and like yeah oh. I just wanted to bring light to the situation that you can still get through uni if you failed. Because oh, look 100%. At us go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so first and second year, I would definitely say were the hardest years of uni. And I still stand by that because I had subjects in like third year, my last year of that bachelor undergrad degree. I still think, although they were like really, not to say they were freaking difficult, but I think just the pressure had come off a bit by the time it was around third year. Yeah. And I was okay with the fact that, look, I've I've gone over those hurdles. I've done it. I've gotten this far. Like you just have to pass. And whether you agree or disagree, my mentality, look, wasn't probably the best in uni, especially at that first degree. I just was like, I need to pass. I just need to get through this and I just want to finish it. There are for sure other people out there who want to do better than passing. And I completely respect that. Mm. I think that's what was so challenging for me because I went from doing really well at school to then having to change my mindset and be like, Georgia, it's fine. Just pass. Like you just doors open doors. It's all good. And I think I had like older mentors in my life because you know I had like older brothers, I had older friends. Um and they were just saying, you just have to pass. Like 
do not freak out about not yeah. getting sevens. But with the uni that I went to, it was competitive very competitive and if you were just getting fours it was like you're clearly not trying hard enough yeah which I did not like because grades do not define you and they do not define your effort because you can try just as hard as the person next to you and they might get a seven and you still will get a four yeah but that's what is so cruel I guess about the whole like grading system and I think I really struggled in like the final exam situations because you had to pass those exams to pass the whole subject. Yeah, and see, it's not like that at mm, USC, luckily, because yeah. I failed. <laughs> I failed so many of my yeah. exams. I just do not do well in the end of no, semester exams. and that's exactly what I wanted to go into mm. is like the exam environment for me, even at school, mm. I would panic. And I think this is obviously when I would really encourage people to intervene early. I think if I had started some sort of like psychology appointments in school even I think I would have saved myself a lot of grief anxiety like depression like I I don't know I'm just really an advocate for getting help yeah as soon as you really can recognize it because I could be going through a whole like semester really well like getting good marks in my assignments and then the exam would come around and you'd have to like almost calculate I need 12 marks to pass this exam or I need 80 marks. And so terrifying to think you'd you'd hop into this exam room and you'd almost like calculate it yourself. Oh no, like I'm not going to pass. And then the whole two weeks or three weeks after you're waiting for your results is just awful. Like I hated it. It gave me so much. It was just so uncomfortable. But um, yeah, that was also really challenging because it was almost like, oh, I'm doing so well. And then boom, like you suck, you, you fail, suck, yeah. do it again. Yeah. I will say I've, I failed a subject by less than 1% and I couldn't get any more Make marks. So I had yeah. to do the whole subject again. That is just <laughs> frustrating. And I remember crying <laughs> in this lecturer's office. Like I was a mess because this yeah. was the second, I think I failed Cam three times in yeah. total or, so, or two times and, and then, then passed, passed on the third. I actually can't remember that's really bad but um it just goes to show that I kind of <laughs> blocked it out <laughs> but um yeah like you know I've been through the whole trying to get the exam remarked showing that like I was because obviously when I repeated the subject I was going to the classes I was I got a tutor I had a lot of tutoring a lot of like I put in a lot more effort so then when I failed again it was Oh, I just, I was wanting to give up. I was like, yeah. no, can't do uni. Clearly not good enough for this. Yeah. I'm going to do something else. I was really low. And I think now looking back, I can't believe that I was so upset. Well, I can believe it. Like it was awful experience, but it's really upsetting to think that I was in such a headspace where I wouldn't even like, I'd tell my parents, but I didn't want to. Like I was always just so disappointed in myself yeah and then you know when like my family would find out I was so embarrassed like even my own family and then of course like friends would be like how'd you go Georgie and I'd be like I know all my friends at like that were in Brisbane and stuff were like thriving and then there was me (laughs) who was just like failings changing degrees like but the thing is a lot of my friends actually did end up changing their degree I would say more changed than actually stuck with it yeah but I just – there was just such a – I hope it's better now in yeah. schools. But there was such a stigma that you – if you changed your degree – Oh, yeah. You were like – You were like – Crazy. Yeah. And, like, mm. you were just out of control. Like, yeah, how like could you change your degree? Yeah. And well, so, I, yeah. I remember going back to school. I mean, we could talk about this in another episode too, but schooling life for me it was – very busy chaotic like I would go to dancing before school after school like at the school and then go to my dance school mm-hmm. um at night until like nine thirty. so um it was very busy for me while I'm trying to maintain my academics I was doing lots of things you know leadership things all these sorts of commitments that I had on my plate and my sleep was very poor it still is very poor um yeah I can vouch for that (laughs) (laughs) but in school specifically like I remember would come home like 10 o'clock at night have dinner then stay up and do my homework because I didn't want to get in trouble and like all these extra things on my plate yeah and I remember getting called into the office 
of like the senior school director and she was just like you need to drop a subject you can't always like live like this how are you going to manage uni and I just said to her I was like no I don't want to drop anything I eventually did I dropped a subject at school and I had like a spare yeah Um, I loved my spare (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) but even just then having that wake-up call of like your time management like you're doing a good job in terms of like you're still able to tick off all the boxes and things but your sleep is so bad you're falling asleep in class yeah, I've done that many I've times that. at school I fell was, asleep in an exam actually yeah I fell asleep in an English class and it was the most mortifying thing ever because mm. I felt so bad for the teacher he was a sweetie <laughs> anyway um going back to uni so yeah I think when I had to have all these extra things because I just had to pass an exam it was that like so overwhelming and then I did actually go to a psychologist because when I was feeling like I could not get through this degree I was ready to give up I was like no I'm just gonna you know def- not even defer just, just drop, drop out, drop out yeah. do something else like have a break go, go work I just had all these mind like ideas in my mind yeah um and then I went to the uni I think they had like student services or whatever it's yeah called. they do usually and have services I was trying to explain to them that I wasn't okay like I was it was also so hard for me to explain because you know I was having like major panic attacks mm. blanking out and I think when I was telling the guidance what are they called I don't know officer or something yeah yeah, yeah. she was like oh this is normal like exams are really stressful and just very dismissive and I was upset like I I'm not an entirely emotional person it's very rare for me to cry but this year of my life was a lot of tears yeah and I just felt so alone and so walking into this room and then to be told it's normal I was like am I going mad like is this just everyone's you know, does everyone just cry after an yeah. exam and blank out and not write anything on the short yeah. answer sheet? Or, yeah. you know, do you study for two weeks and then can't remember a thing? Like I was – my memory was so poor. I could not just hold anything in. I was just – all I was thinking about was how shit I was really yeah. at life. So very, very bad ma- mindset. And then to be told it's all, you know, it's normal. You can't – we can't do anything to help you. Goodbye. I was just like, okay – that's yeah cool. I think that's one of another like again like just one of these like stigmas that it doesn't matter if you have mm. if you're stressed at uni or if you're yeah. like have really bad mental health at uni because everyone's stressed and yeah. everyone's like that it's like well doesn't help yeah I mean like it, no one should be like mm. that even if everyone is like that yeah it doesn't matter I no know. one should yeah and I think it was a whole combination of things because I was quite a conscientious student if you get what I mean Mm -hmm. I would email lecturers I'd email for help I got the tutors like I was doing a lot of extra effort so I was already doing quite a lot to help myself except the therapy side of things which was really the probably the most important yeah but to then just be shooed away being like oh no can't help you at all like yeah good luck I just thought how much longer can I do this like I'm wasting I don't like to say I'm wasting lots of money, but it felt like, you know, I'm wasting all this money on tutoring. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not passing. Everything was just negative, negative, negative. And I can't yeah. bang on that enough because now obviously I'm doing so much better. Like yeah, I yeah, love yeah. university and it's just a completely different experience. Yeah. Anyway, from that, I think I went and booked an appointment with my GP or my doctor. I didn't actually really have a regular doctor. So it was kind of weird because I was like, I need an appointment and I want a mental health care plan. Mm. I can't remember. I think it was like 10 sessions you can get or five even. Yeah, 10, I think. Yeah, something like that. So that is actually a pretty important conversation to have as well if we do an episode on mental health. But that was so terrifying for me to go and talk about my mental state for someone who was known to be happy, bright student, like so got it together, you know, for then for me to admit that I don't, it was mortifying for me like that was almost like an identity crisis yeah anyway I got into like a psychologist had a few sessions there really really helped at the time I didn't think it was but learned a lot from it pretty much she just like the psychologist just explained to me pretty much what I'd been trying to tell myself that she was like you know just because you fail doesn't mean you fail at life and I think that was a really hard thing for me to realize because it was just one thing after another, couldn't see at all any positivities. Yeah. Like positivity, sorry, from 
anything in my life. Like it was just all very dark. Anyway, we went through some different strategies like breathing things and I don't really use that, but in terms of just talking about it, it was really helpful. Yeah, it's nice to talk to someone that doesn't know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. Um, and then I guess it just from there, I had to really adjust my mindset and I just got comfortable with the fact that, you know, I don't have to get high distinctions in my subjects. You know, I just passed. That is still amazing. So I had to really practice some self-worth there. Yeah. Got through the degree. Hallelujah. I graduated, what, 2020, 2021? I can't remember now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then pretty much had to decide on what I wanted to do. So with dietetics, you have to do pretty much like another degree no matter where you are and what uni it's um, there are some degrees that have it from the get-go like USC actually like you could just go straight into a bachelor of dietetics but for people at UQ you had to do like an undergrad degree and then um a master's degree yeah that was also another hurdle for me because my GPA was shocking and which is okay which is okay (laughs) which is okay um but not at all what it had to be to get into this program. Yeah. Um, and I had friends who had got like done the masters. I heard mixed things about it. So I wasn't completely sold on doing it, but of course I was like, you know, I, I want to be like everyone else. I want to go into masters. Like I'm already at UQ, like let's finish this off kind of thing. And then I got rejected. So yeah, if anyone's wondering, like I didn't get in, which I also am happy to admit, because I think the more realistic we are about these things, like the better, because if, Someone's like me sitting there and getting rejected into degrees yeah. and you feel like you're the only person. You're definitely not. No. I will say now, thank goodness I didn't get accepted because like where I am now at USC, I'm a much happier person. I'm a better student, like have a whole yeah. new lifestyle. Really, really happy for where I am now, which is a big, like I'm really proud of that because I think I could have just continued on that. Yeah, and been I guess like a negative mindset. Really negative. Yeah. I still would have been at the bottom of the class if I, even if I did get into masters, probably like just on grades. So yeah, I've probably been blabbering on too much, but that's I guess our pathway. So then we had to obviously apply. What well, I did, yeah. Well, yeah. So I um I did the two years of my law and criminology, <laughs> and then I. I don't know, something in my mind just like switch. Like yeah. I wasn't really fully enjoying it. Mm. And then one day I remember telling my boyfriend, I was like, I think I want to go study nutrition or like be a dietitian. Yeah. And um I'm very impulsive. Yeah. I have very impulsive <laughs> tendencies. And that I think I thought about it for I don't know, like a day, yeah. like maybe not even. Mm. I'd made my decision. I was dropping out of law yeah. and <laughs> I was going to apply for to get into dietetics. Um, now, I will say at USC, I don't know about other unis, but mm. I don't even know what the like OP or whatever it was that you needed. Mm. Like law was like an OP. It was like quite a high, high. OP and that was not what I had. Yeah. I feel like. USC is very generous yeah. in <laughs> degree changes. Yeah. Um, so whenever I had applied to change degree, like I never got knocked back. I never got knocked yeah. back. Um, I think that's just uni though. Like if I had have applied, like it not already depends. being enrolled in the uni, I think yeah. it may have been a different story because yeah. like my grades were not good. I failed stuff in law as yeah. well, yeah. Um, as well as nursing. Mm. Um, and that was unintentionally and also – intentionally <laughs> which is a whole other story yeah we'll do that in our failing. yeah we'll do a failing episode Fail. guys yeah could <laughs> be good um but yeah so then I applied to get into dietetics I because I was tossing up between doing a bachelor of nutrition mm. or a bachelor of dietetics um but if I did the nutrition then I would have had, had to, to go back and do masters to become yeah. a dietitian um the only thing that was holding me back from doing the dietetics straight away was I was worried it was going to be too hard. Mm. Um, so I actually applied to nutrition, got into nutrition. Like this was still during the break though. Uh, and then yeah. when I got accepted, I was like, stuff it. I'm just going to apply for the dietetics. Yeah, okay. And then if I get in, That's I what get do. in. Yeah. I would think I was just worried that they weren't going to accept me. Yeah. And yeah, then I got into the Bachelor of Dietetics mm. and first year was hard. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I didn't know anyone yeah. in that degree or that space um 
and character building. Yeah, I I will say people were a lot more inviting yeah. than in, than in yeah. my previous law degree. Um, but yeah, I still I didn't really make any friends in my first year of the degree. Mm. I pretty much just sat yeah. with like ran like different people every class, yeah. kind of like had co- like little conversations in classes with people, but I wouldn't say that I was necessarily like friends with anyone. Yeah. I still felt kind of alone, but I definitely was a lot um, happier mm. in the, I just felt, oh yeah, I actually am feel, I felt more part of the degree than what I was in, yeah. in law. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, it was a little bit different because I had completed a you'd already degree, finished your degree health yeah. science, majoring nutrition so I had a lot of subjects that I actually got credit for yeah at USC which was amazing yeah. so that shaved off like a year and a bit yeah so there's no electives for our degree mm. so even though I'd actually done two, <laughs> like two and a half years yeah. at USC of mm. courses um I couldn't use any of them yeah. as like elective credits because yeah dietetics doesn't have any electives so I had to literally start from complete scratch as if I had never yeah done a degree before which was but your transcript trained like your GPA maintained didn't it like it carried across to your yeah dietetics. yeah yeah so they don't wipe your GPA as well. no so yeah that's part of my failing story <laughs> all my fails from my law and nursing are still on my yeah. transcript and still have affected my GPA to this day in my fourth year now yeah. of this degree, um, yeah. which sucks. But at the same time, I have never really been like, oh, I need to get sevens. I need to get high yeah. distinctions for every single thing. Like I very much have the mindset that anything above a pass yeah. is like a mega bonus, bonus. <laughs> like yeah. as long as I pass I think it's because I failed stuff yeah. as well Your anything expectations just lower. yeah like I'm like as long as I pass mm. I'm happy even if it's like 51 percent I've still passed that class yeah. I don't have to do it again yeah. all the people know on my transcript is that I passed it yeah yeah they don't know that I just got 51 percent exactly um and yeah anything above that is obviously amazing like yeah. I love I love getting higher than a pass yeah. but I'm not gonna like completely stress over it yeah. or anything if I don't um yeah it's a huge shift you have to make if that if you're wanting to get through uni without having a mental breakdown yeah um yeah so I guess I shifted into the dietetics cohort late yeah and I had gotten subjects credited so I missed out well I didn't have to repeat things like physiology biochemistry yeah. chemistry anatomy things like that so that was good because I could go to a new uni and kind of just go straight into the nutrition subject yeah and straight away I think having a fresh start and a new like new area I felt like I had a new lease on life it was really what I needed to do and I also had a lot of personal stuff going on at the time so in terms of like just wiping the slate clean yeah best thing I ever did um and yeah now we're in our final year of uni yeah about to go on placement yeah and that's what we're probably going to end it off here now it's just like <laughs> that is how we got to, to here where we are currently yeah yeah it's been a wild ride, wild ride. i um, think we also had some questions around placement and like costs but we don't really know that much yet yeah um so we can't really answer that but if anyone's listening who has been on placement any fellow nutrition or dietetic students Please let us know how you yeah. guys went, how you found placement. Also, join the Facebook page. We would love to either hear your stories of the, your uni experiences, mm. some mem- memorable moments. You know, have you done really well at subjects, like failed, yeah. whatever it is, like funny things. I love hearing people's yeah. university stories. Yeah. We can have a laugh, look back on it. It's always yeah. good, good memes. But um, yeah, join the Facebook group. It's the Picnic Pod community. Love for you to join and... Yeah, I hope you guys got something from this. Obviously, if you can get the vibe that Alex and I are really happy to talk about pretty much anything, yeah, we're an open book and we're really happy to share awareness of the low moments, the high moments of life, really. And uni just happens to fill a lot of our life at the moment. So Yeah, yeah there's definitely been low lows at yeah. uni, but also 
some like really good highs like it's fun as well it's not all yeah just failing and sucking yeah Yeah, i hope we didn't just sound like (laughs) the universe is just an absolute Uh, regret yeah no this this degree has been a lot of fun i've enjoyed this This yeah well obviously why i've stuck to it but yeah it's moral of the story is it doesn't have to be a you don't need to know what you want to do you don't need to know what you want to do yeah yeah it's always going to work out yeah and i Maybe we'll talk about this in another part two or something. I don't know. Yeah. Going for nearly an hour. But you don't need to, you know, have a lot of – I don't know. I'm trying to say, like, whether you start uni straight after school or a few years after or when you're 40 no. or 50, doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It always works out. Yeah, there's a lot of people in our degree that are – Mature ma- age. Mature. I hate saying I hate that, that word. Yeah, too. but older. A lot older. Yeah. Not a lot. A few years older than us. (laughs) Middle-aged, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That are just like, yeah, I wanted to do this for a while. They had kids, got married, pursued like a career, and now they're ready to to do dietetics. It's very interesting. Yeah, and also just inspirational. Yeah. So Do what you want to do. Yeah, young people out there. Live your best life. Live your best life. Yeah. It's always going to work out, whether you fail or not. If you're going through uni with straight A's or sevens. Yeah. You're amazing. Congratulations. Congrats. I'm really happy. Can't vouch for yeah. that. <laughs> Can't relate. I have like a handful of sevens on my transcript, which I'm happy for. I think for. I have like one. Yeah. <laughs> we celebrate that one. <laughs> Should be right. Should be right. Anyway, guys, that will be where we finish off today's episode. Um, please leave a review if you enjoyed this yeah. episode. Five stars. Please. That just helps us Please. to get out there. <laughs> um, follow the Instagram page. So it's at the picnic pod and both our, of our personal handles are also on that bio as well. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Oh, we'll see you guys next <laughs> week. I hope you liked the first episode. Oh, the second episode. Yeah, the second episode. There you go. Look at oh us. Goodness. Smashing <laughs> it. Alrighty, guys. It'll improve every episode, I'm sure. <laughs> We're still getting used to this. Still whole learning, thing. guys. But yeah, it's lovely for you guys to tune in, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. This podcast was recorded on Gubby Gubby land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.